So, here we go. <laughs> little intro music again. Um, this will be episode 36 of Riding Shotgun with Norm and Jim. And we're back once again. Last week's was a fun episode. Did you get a chance to listen? I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, it's, it's a fun one, but we I got a little... Uh, continuation today Jimmy on that so uh, episode 36 and with us again is official unofficial third <laughs> member um, this is I don't know nine ten whatever um, gotta be double digits Andrew G yeah so hey let's crack them I got a water bottle that's good I made the unfortunate mistake getting on the scale yesterday I was like whoa See, I the holiday weight came on uh, strong yeah, this year winter does that to you man it's like I got ahead of it last year. I started working out in the winter last year. I had that one week break when I was down in Florida in the first week of March. And then I have every day since just been at it. And uh, now I'm not in great shape, but I feel like I'm staying ahead of this thing. And that's key with this COVID shit, you know, staying in shape. The problem is that when Thanksgiving came, you know, we cooked the same amount of food and desserts and all that stuff, but the people weren't there to eat it. That's so true. every night I'm having pie and cookies and I'm like, oh. I know. And it's like, you got to let it go. That's the yeah. problem. It's like you're looking at all this shit, and I'm just, we're going to throw this out? I know. And it's like, that's why I'm trying to just do the extra workout. So, yeah. so here we are, episode 36, and uh, we got Andrew G. back with Riding Shotgun with Norm and Jim. Uh, and as we've been doing, and Jimmy, I tried to research this. There's not a lot of number 36s. I did the no. same thing. I cheated when you texted me today. <laughs> I, I quickly looked, and like, what was the last episode? 35? 36. I'm going to do some 35, research. Yeah. It was tough. It's there tough. Are. I yeah. only have about five, maybe. Yeah, it's so a, for me it would be go around. You get one. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, you want to go one? Like <laughs> yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Gaylord Perry. Damn, that's a good one. Man, I didn't even I know wouldn't that. I know what his number was. I'll take wow. an easy one. Westbrook. Brian Westbrook. Mm. B West. So that that's a that's a great one. Um, you and I talked about that the other night. Ironically, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Brian Westbrook. Probably the best ever. Worth no, maybe I don't know. Debatable. For depending the on how Eagles. For the yeah. Eagles, yes. I mean, 36 for the Phillies. No one in my lifetime has worn it. Well, I guess. It was, was always retired. Yeah, retired. Robin Roberts. So that's yeah. my number 36. There you go. But Gaylord Perry, that's a freaking awesome one. one, huh? Uh, how about the bus? Jerome Bettis. Yeah. Jerome Bettis. I had him written down because that's a good one. Got any so more? I was, I was, I, as I was researching, I found this obscure person. Well, the person's not obscure, but they wore number 36 for one game. And I didn't believe I had to read like three times. So apparently Bobby Clark wore 36 in like 1981. Wow. So it was a game in Winnipeg. And for somehow, they forgot his jersey. That's an Which awesome is unbelievable name. when you think about it. You forgot Bobby Clark's jersey. Mm. And they said they didn't have time to uh, sew on a 16. So that he wore number 36 for a game. Nice. That's awesome, dude. So weird jerseys. Did you see the guy the other night in the basketball game where there was two number 23s or something on the I court? See. Oh, good it was pro basketball. Time. And they had to take a timeout. They called a technical foul, called yeah, yeah, a timeout. Yeah, technical, yeah. And he had to take the jersey off and put the other one on. I don't did know who had, it was. What was the name? Was his name the same? I don't even know how he did it. I don't even know if the name, whatever. It was just pro basketball, and I saw the highlight, and I'm that's, like, that is hilarious. How does it happen at that level? Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah. That's why yeah. you see a basketball player comes out, and they forgot to take off their warm-up gear. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, And it's like you're going to do a snap and yeah. throw. Yeah, so... Uh, all right, so it's up to me. I'm going to give a an old ex-Penn Stater here, okay. but played for the Eagles for four years. Mike Zordich. Also ah, wore number 36. he was good. 
Yeah. That's a good he one. He was number. He wasn't forty thirty six at Penn State. Though. He was at Penn State. He was great. Yeah, but it, it, okay. for the Eagles, Eagles yeah. thirty six. Uh, like I'll so. stick with football. Leroy Butler. Leroy Butler, ah, the uh, Pat. Pat. Pat's in. Uh, then Florida you go down. State. He was at. I don't know. Uh, that. Was he with the Packers? Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. was Packers. You're right. That's why I thought you were saying Pat. Yeah, Pat, yeah the Packers. He was Packers, great with the Packers. Right. Yeah, he was good. He always seen a couple key interceptions. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Got any more? I, uh, I got uh, Robert Drummond. Robert Drummond. Wasn't he running back for the Eagles for yeah, a yeah, while? Yeah, yeah, I think he was from Syracuse. Yeah. I thought he was okay. another 30. Cuse boy. Cuse. I'd go with a, I'll go a hockey one. Matthew Barnaby. Matthew Barnaby. Oh, the Sabres? I, I, That's a good one. It sticks out in my mind because I never liked him, but he was good. I go with Selvig. Flyers a little bit. Was he on the Flyers at the end of his career? He might have been. Yeah. I'll he go was annoying as hell. Uh, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. He's a tough yeah. ball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of a, uh, so when I cheated and did some research, I forgot this guy even was on the Celtics. When Shaq was on the Celtics, he was 36. I yeah. saw that. I his last few it. years, he kept yeah. changing his number. Every team he went to, he was like, he was like every 30. Number. He probably got yeah. a portion of that jersey sold, and he was yeah. smart enough to say, "Oh yeah, I'll get a new change number." Change that yeah. shit up. Change yeah, that yeah. shit up. That's good. One more Philly connection. Uh, Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, many teams. Yeah, yeah. I forget what he that was. That was his number, 36. Yeah. yeah. His whole career? No, no he was like 30, 36. Yeah. He changed it, but when he was on the Pistons. Yeah. When he was, you know, kind of the height of his career. Four or five Pistons. years on the Pistons, he was 36. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like 30 for a couple other teams. He was on the Celtics too for like a year. He was so. a good ball player. Yeah. He was a good ball player. I don't he's think he gets the credit. credit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he gets the credit how good he was. Yeah. So I always he, tell that he story. He was a too. I yes, I've got a story with everything, but remember, Schmigel, uh, you know, was an agent. And he wanted to sign Rashid Wallace. His dad was the JV basketball coach at Gratz when Rashid Wallace was there. Rashid Wallace never lost a high school basketball game. That's unbelievable. Four years at Gratz. Wow, really? Four years at Gratz. Now, they didn't have state playoffs back then. Well, they did, but the public league wasn't in it, right? So he would just play the public championship, city championship. championship. And back then, they didn't play um, public versus parochial, right? They didn't do that championship anymore because of... For whatever reason. So he would just play that championship game, city championship, whatever it was, and Rashid Wallace. So um, Schmigel put all his, Dave put all his eggs in that basket. He was going to sign, you know, Rashid Wallace through college, whatever, a couple of years yeah. he would go down, wherever he was going to go. But I remember Villanova was playing Syracuse at uh, the Spectrum. I don't know if it's, I guess it was the Spectrum. I don't think it was the Wachovia Center. And um, so, we get tickets through Villanova, through Schmigel, and it's like we're sitting right behind Nova's bench, and I think the coach was Steve Lapis. Lapis, yeah, yeah. And in the middle of the game, so Rasheed Wallace is sitting right behind the bench. We're the next row behind. The middle of the game, Lapis is turning around. This, That's going to be you next year, Sheed. That's going to be you next year. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. This guy's like, he was the worst coach, man. He was a bad coach for Nova. They had great talent, too. Unbelievable talent. They had like but like the whole, for a couple of years. And so then he went down to North Carolina. If you remember, Schmigel follows him down to North Carolina, gets that job with the company that sold the products to uh, nursing homes and hospitals. And he's selling a, And the dude becomes a fucking multimillionaire, moves out to Arizona. Then he kind of drops the whole agent. Dropped the whole agent thing. Well, he had that, for a reason. Good for him. Yeah, he got screwed over at the same time by Rasheed Wallace and then that kid out of... Ohio, because he flew out with Mike Schmidt. He flew out with Mike Schmidt to go sign this kid, and uh, he was going to sign him. Baseball player? 
basketball player, white kid. He's great. And he uh, I don't know who I think he. I don't remember who he got drafted by, uh, but he never amounted to anything. But he was like a superstar. And uh, the kid just screwed. He flew out with Mike Schmidt from the Phillies? Yeah, Mike Schmidt. Because I guess Mike Schmidt was an Ohio grad. Yeah, yeah. well, he's from Ohio. He's from I, Ohio, yeah. Well, whatever. I don't and know where. I don't know if he went So he went out with him because there was a connection through. I mean, Schmidt was all connected with all those agents wow, and everything. Wow, really? Yeah, he worked for that place out in Texas, um, the one where the movie with Tom Cruise in it is based upon. Yeah, it's based oh, wow. out of that. He worked for that place. Now, he signed some really good players back in the day, but everything was in that agency. He went to become his own agent on his own. Yeah. Everything, he just worked for an agency at the time. Right. But he signed Carl uh, Malone out of college. Nice. Wow, really? Yeah, you never knew that? No, I didn't know that. Yep. The mailman. No, I didn't know that. Yep. Carl Malone, he signed Will Purdue, and his biggest one Will that, Purdue, wow. his first one that he had on his own was Spud Webb. Oh, and then Spud Webb wins the dunk contest. Oh my God, wow, that's great! Yeah, and then there was the kid, the local kid. I think Michael was it Michael Black from played for LaSalle or something or Drexel. Uh, it was that, a point was guard or Stevie Black? Steve. And uh, I, I might be confused. Well, anyway, he signs that kid. Carolina back he, he gets like two ten day contracts back in a row. So you know he was building a little client base. Okay. But he put all his eggs into that Rashid Wallace basket and that that kid out there, and they both. You know, he moved all the way to North Carolina to follow Rashid. And I heard but, uh, he, then he's now a millionaire on something else that he did. I, I heard, yeah. I forget who it was. It might have been Iverson's agent or something was, was doing an interview. It was something about the story kind of deviated signing an athlete from North Carolina basketball. And basically, you had to get in good with Dean Smith. Because he was telling a story where somebody he signed, I forget who the guy was. He said to him a few years later, you know, what made you decide to go with me as an agent? He goes, tell you the truth, I didn't like you, but Dean Smith said I had to go with you. So uh, you know, this guy was going to sign, wanted to sign Rasheed Wallace. I mean, the key is you had to get and go with Dean Smith, yeah. right? Because they all kind of followed his lead. Didn't yeah, he, he, he like, told you who to sign with. Yeah, he was like a father. At the end of the day, it was Rasheed's uncle or something that told him where to go. Yeah, and he's like, you're going. Who was here. on that team with Rasheed? Was that Stackhouse? Was on? Stackhouse was on that team. Stack, yeah. yeah, that was like Third the '90s, too? and they went to the finals, final four, like two years. He was there, what, three years? Yeah, they played the the Fab Five, and that was like when uh, they played the fa- that. I think that team, and right? that was with Montrose. If he was on that team, that was ninety yeah. two. Was he ninety two? He wasn't that early. No, I, I think, think that was, was like ninety four, ninety six. He yeah. was later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he was with like Stackhouse, who was later like mid to late nineties. Yeah, uh, and they had good teams too, but I can't think of anybody besides Stackhouse. Uh, I thought there was a third guy on that team. I'm sure there was that I can't yeah, think of always, right now. I mean, who was probably really good then. Like Stackhouse was, I thought he was going to be awesome. Yeah, and he was, yeah. He was, yeah. He, he, pro, he did better pro. after the Sixers than he did, he did here. Yeah. I think a lot of guys But did. I mean, the, in, yeah, in, right. the, in college, he was unbelievable. Yeah, I know. He mm-hmm. really was. I he really was, thought he, he was going to be something else. Yeah. I, I mean, who, he was the same time as Iverson, so maybe they just didn't gel, right? No, he was on a team before Iverson. He was before Iverson? Yes, but they did, they did not gel because... Yeah. I mean, Iverson just has the ball all the time. He's not going right. to give it up. Yeah. yeah, he was he was good. So the news this week, um, I'm sticking to sports, though. Uh, Flyers off to a good start. The 2-0 beat the Pens twice. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Did good. you see the press conference with Voracek? I heard it. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Calling that uh, reporter a weasel. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't even remember what the question was, but it was so goddamn funny. I think funny. he asked him something along the lines of, you know, how do you think the season's going to go with you guys starting out 2-0 this year versus right. how you started out last year? I don't know how they started out last year. And he said something like, 
doesn't give a shit what I say. You're going to write whatever the hell you want. Yeah, he, dur- he, he literally cursed. Into, yeah, I think he might drop the F-bomb. He did. Um, and then he just went into like answering the question. <laughs> and then he came back and said, wait a second. I'm not answering any of your questions. You're a weasel. Yeah. That's funny. Well, yeah, it's the I truth, though. I mean, a I lot of these guys, they're just going to write what they he, want anyway. It did. So it, I don't know what happened, but it apparently... Oh, it so it dated so back to last year. Yeah, Flyers last year before COVID got off to a slow start. And they said, and he wrote on Twitter, he tweeted, Flyers need to get rid of Voracek for a bag of pucks. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's Because somebody wrote, uh, yeah, God, I can't remember the guy's name, really good player. Like, hey, you think we could trade him for Voracek? And he's like, I don't think you... I don't think you could trade Voracek for a bag of pucks right now or something like that. And he remembered <laughs> well, it. Well, I mean, back in the day, I, they said something like, and I think it was Paul Owen said, I'd like to trade uh, Mike Schmidt for a bag of baseballs. And look what happened. Yeah, the Pope said so that? The Pope said that. Wow. Yeah. I guess that was before he was Mike Schmidt? Before he was Mike yeah, Schmidt. Yeah. He was like in the minors. And yeah. I guess he came up too early and didn't too, do too well. And they, Yeah, I think his first year or two, he, he didn't. And then, it, then he got it together. And he got he, it together. He became Mike Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. He's a great player. I love what he's announcing. I absolutely love what he, he's on there. I do, too. He he's put so much insight. That I, we went he through this points before. out stuff that you're like, you, oh, and then you, you want to see it again. Like, oh, my God, he's right. And he gets it like that. Did you yeah. see that? I love like the, him. I love Kruk. Kruk is good. Too. I like Kruk. Schmidt, after a while, just gets on my nerves. Yeah, he's just got to slow down. Yes. Bit, but he is knowledge. It's yeah. like I'm. I'm. I always said I'm a uh, Tim McCarver guy. I always like Tim McCarver. I like McCarver. I like McCarver. I like yeah. McCarver. Yeah. I, you know, I always thought his in depthness was great. So, oh, there's yeah. some good announcer. Um, did either of you watch the Tiger Special on HBO? I, don't have HBO. I did not. No. Uh, okay. So I do I, have HBO, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. So I just watched it yesterday. If you get a chance, watch it. It's incredible yeah. insight into, you know, him, his father, the building. I mean, his ladies. That's part two, because <laughs> part, part one, two. That's on yeah. HBO Max. So I haven't gotten to part two yet. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think they've aired it yet. So part one was just all the buildup of like, like his dad was just like he. They'd put him out in the garage in a high chair at ten months old. His dad would just hit balls, and he would cry when his mom would go to feed him. And then they realized he would hit a ball. His mom could put a scoop in him. Then he wanted to watch. So his dad was talking about his focus as a kid just on the swing and everything at 10 months old. You know, then they show him on the Mike Douglas show, you know, and all that. Yeah, I remember the scene from Did you that, see the, uh, the yeah. footage of Tiger and his kid? Yes. yes. His kid is the same manner. Oh, my his God. His kid has a nice swing. Yeah. He does. I Watch mean, the whole, the whole arm thing when he, when he sank the, the one putt, yeah. I'm like, yes. damn. And, and did you see the look on Tiger's face? He was like the proudest guy in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. loved it. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Yeah, it was it fun was. to watch more yeah. than anything else, just those two interacting. Yeah. That's yeah. what was fun to watch. Right after that, uh, what's his name and his father both got COVID, uh, Greg Norman, from that tournament. Oh, did I? I didn't see that. Yeah, and he was in and out of the hospital twice. Really? But, yeah, so the Tiger special. But the thing was, if you remember, like um, Phil Mickelson was like four years ahead of Tiger hitting it. Like He was this big name guy from the West Coast. And they go into in depth to that. So it's the Masters, and the final day, the Masters comes down to these two. And his mom, the whole day, instead of calling Phil Lefty, like everybody referred to him, this is how, like... Tiger's mother? Yeah, Tiger's mother was referring to him as Hefty the whole day. <laughs> hefty, on purpose? Hefty, or? On purpose. Okay. And I'm like, oh, my God. So they get to this one hole. And it's a, 
you know, long drive, and they show where the whole match changed at this one hole. So Tiger, uh, you know, Phil hits a nice drive, goes down, and Tiger goes and just pulls out a three wood and goes ten yards past Phil, and he's like, "You hit a three wood there?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Wow, you really got a hold of that one." He goes, ah, "I was just trying to turn it around. You know, I can I can get it a little better than that." And it was like. <laughs> Ruined Phil. Psyched him out. Just psyched him out. It was like Phil fell apart. He totally ruined that Duval guy who tried to stick with Tiger Young. And he just blew that dude away. That guy, he fell off the face of the earth. But that was some interesting backstory. And then, you know, the whole backstory of how protective of him and his career his mother and father were. He had this girlfriend who's in the girlfriend in high school and through college. And she's in the whole thing. And it's like, uh, she's just she has a home videos of Tiger from the prom night stuff like that where he's just having fun he's yeah. just a kid and it's like the parents didn't like that so they made him pen a letter ending it he didn't even call her or anything he penned a letter saying you know I need to focus That's on weird. and she was going to tournaments with him as a young kid yeah. amateur tournaments stuff like that and she was like what is going on all these people she's like I just knew this kid from my class the smartest kid in my class and I was impressed by him she said he was very smart in school, uh, very driven. Um, did he go to Stanford? Yeah, he went to Stanford. He did. He ended up going to Stanford, yeah. yeah. And he won three straight amateurs or three or four, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then turned pro. And then uh, he's with Nick Faldo. They interviewed Nick Faldo before the Masters, and Nick Faldo and him. He, he's very shot, first shot off at the Masters. He just slices it right into the trees, like... And Nick Faldo's like, sees all these people who are just gathering around to see this young kid. And he hooks it to the left, and he's like, trying to calm Tiger down, don't worry about it, whatever. He's like, by the 11th hole, this kid's just plunking him. Aiming for, and that's when he ends up winning by like 12 strokes or something. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. like, yeah, it's pretty watch awesome. It. It's very it. good. I, I highly recommend you watch it. And it, and it ends with, you know, um, but they go into depth. His father was a creep. His dad was yeah. Retired. So he's an ex Green Beret. He did two tours in Vietnam. Like pretty awesome, decorated guy. But he would take Tiger out. He had this Winnebago, and he would take Tiger out to like driver range and stuff like that. And he would always have a different blonde haired girl with him. And Ooh, this is yeah. what Tiger that's saw. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, right? Exactly. There and that's kind of what there they're leading into. And they end the first episode with Rachel. You could tell, you know, the girl. She's got oh, yeah, these yeah, big yeah. ass lips and shit. And that's the one. And she just sits down and she's like staring at the camera. She goes, so what do you want? And then it goes black. You know? oh, and it's like, so you know the whole next episode is going to be about, you know, the, the fall of Tiger. Um, this was the whole build up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so he didn't sign off on this at all. Why would you? Yeah. So it, it'll be pretty interesting. I have my suspicions that he took steroids. I think so too, because they did I mean, go the in. the back injury that he all of a sudden got, it's just like, you know what? I mean, you were... To me, anytime an athlete is that much better than his competition, it's like, all right, what are you doing different here? Right. <laughs> you know? um, then he comes with a back injury and everything else. It's like, I wonder if he was on roids. I know. I, I think he was because they had him. He you know, had the ski cap on and just working out like crazy. Yeah. Uh, and this was early on his career because um, they were talking about, like they were interviewing some of the other golfers, and it's like, and then Tiger bulked up. It was like they were saying how. Oh, really? He was a great golfer, and then uh, then he bulked up, and then nah, it was like and they, they had the same suspicion. They didn't. That. I don't know. It was like, but they were interviewing this one guy who was a friend of the father, which was pretty interesting because his father was ex Navy, uh, or no, I guess he's Green Beret, but he was friends with this guy through the military, and they would get him on the naval course, 
And so that's where Tiger learned how to play. This guy would get him on the course and, you know, um, through his father. But then this is the guy who started, you know, they were buddies. And he, he was like, I hate to say this, but he told all the stories about the dad and how bad he was and cheating and this and that. Oh, really? And right in front of Tiger the whole time. And, you know, so not a good image. But anyway, I, I highly recommend that. I will talk probably next week about part two. Watch it, but okay. it's awesome. Uh, so last week we had fun about this Marianne and Ginger. You oh, get a chance okay. to laugh. So I, uh, I put together part two of the Mary Ann and Ginger. So who are you, a Mary Ann or a Ginger? Mary Ann, not even close. <laughs> it's not even close. I don't understand said. why Ginger was in the discussion. Mm -hmm. I asked this question to a friend of mine Friday, and he said Ginger. Really? Seriously? Yeah, Biggs, he likes Ginger. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah okay. I was like, oh, boy. I was like, okay. Uh, so we had some good ones. I mean, we yeah, 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 yeah. had some good ones last week. I, I couldn't, I don't know... Uh, did you think of any of the ones that we we did last week? Uh, just for which Andrew? one of the three original Charlie's Angels? Yeah, we did those. I don't remember the Charlie Angels. Okay, yeah. uh, which one? Was of it Heather Locklear or Charlie Angel? No, no, no. no. That uh, was way before her time. Yeah, yeah. it was before. Fair it, it was the seventies, oh, okay. eighties, yeah. late seventies, late seventies, early. 80s. Yeah, um, we, we had some good. We had the Brady Bunch girls. Brady Bunch <laughs> girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Marsha. No, I said. No, Jan. you said Jan. I said Jan. I said, really? I said Carol Brady. <laughs> I'll go Carol. Yeah, she was. She I was would go kid. with Marsha, the one who played her in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's uh, Ben Stiller's wife. Yeah, yeah they're divorced though. So divorced. she's back on the market. Oh, so I, I have a chance. So you see, I got a chance. You see, I got a chance. She's also from The Wedding Singer. So here's my part she two. She was on Nickelodeon when she was much younger. Oh God, I've got a fun part two. All right. So the first one is nine zero two one zero. Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, Whether you watched it or not. I watched that much, but yeah. No, yeah. I did. Right. Unfortunately, uh, I felt... Heather Locklear was on that, right? No, she was on the other one. The other one. That was the... The one that came after it. That was yeah. Melrose? Melrose? Melrose Place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh, I forgot. That's good. Good one. It was also the chick that was in summer school. Courtney Thorne Smith. Courtney Thorne Smith yes, was on Melrose yes, Place. Yes, Boy, yes, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Damn, I'll oh, take Courtney wow. Thorne Smith on <laughs> the Melrose Place. Oh, then what's her name came on it, too? That's a girl from Saved by the Bell. Yes, Amber did. Saved yeah. by, again with the Saved Save, by the Bell. That was one last week, too. Saved by the Bell. He screeches cancer. Oh, does he? Did he yeah. get out of jail? That's what I, when I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> I thought he was in jail. What the hell did he do to get in jail? Cut he had like stage, I, I don't know. I'm reading something. He said he had like right. stage four cancer. Here's the four. Kelly, Brenda, Andrea Zuckerman, or Donna. I don't know. I didn't watch that show. So give me a description Kelly, of somebody's Kelly girl. was the blonde hair girl. Brenda was the... That uh, Jenny Garth? Jenny, Jenny Garth was Kelly. Right. Brenda was... Um, you know, the Jen Darty. Jen Darty, yeah. Um, and then you had Andrea Zuckerman, she was the girl with the glasses, the brainy girl that always had the crush on Brandon. And then Donna was the uh, producer's, oh, the, uh, producer's daughter. Producer's daughter. Oh, no, uh, Spielman, whatever. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Tori no, Spelling. Uh, she, she had yeah, a big spelling, head. Yeah, she had a dog face. <laughs> oh, she was, she was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely out. Go ahead. Ironically, she was in Saved by the Bell. She was was in she by really? Bell? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, uh, she was Screech's girlfriend. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I would go with Tori Spelling's out. Mm -hmm. Chad Darty out. Some date debating between Jenny Garth and the uh, the other chick. Not exactly. With the glasses. Really? Chick with glasses? Yeah, she could have been a little there. She, she had yeah, I'll little... go with Jenny Garth. All right, Jenny Garth. I, I, I can't even remember that show, really. Uh, I'll go with uh, Shannon Darty because she's the only one I can... Picture. I'm going to go with Shannon Doherty just because she was in Mole Rats, which was great. <laughs> okay. And I give her credit for that. All right. So, all right. Uh, facts of life. 
Oh, oh come on. Okay, so there's only two you're going to go through with. Blair, Tootie, oh, Mindy. Tootie. Oh, boy. Joe or Mrs. Garrett? Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> Mrs. Garrett. Who, who's always... Peter Griffin's always talking about it. You ever see that? Really That's guy? funny, man. That's Go ahead, Andrew. That's a no-brainer to me. It's always been Joe. See? I'm with Joe, too. I'm yeah. the Joe guy, too. I'd, yeah. I'd be the only one. No. Joe. I like Joe. Little Tom no. girl. Yeah. Even when the show first started. A little badass. A little badass. Yeah. Like, as a show, she, she, went on, got she became better looking than Blair. But in yes. the beginning, when she's a tomboy, I'm like, I like her better than Blair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. I go Tootie before, before Blair. Tootie. Young Tootie was okay. <laughs> but here's, here's a piece of trivia. Of the four of them, who was the one that lost to Virginia? It was a show about them. They did a show on that one. I don't know. It was... Uh, what was it? The heavyset one. Mindy? Mindy? Yeah. Really? Oh. It was an episode, yeah. Here's, well, here's a trivia. Because yeah. I think as they were getting older, they decided we have to you right. know, ah. do an episode about Ooh, that. I think she lost oh, her good. When they did an episode. Did George her. Clooney hook out with her? Because he was they on They did not show. say. Yes. <laughs> did you know that Molly Ringwald started on that Yes, show? she did. I well, did see that. First yeah. season. Yeah. But that was, yeah, because that was That's really was like, little. The cast was like 20 people. It was too big, yeah. It was because the girl from Different Strokes went to that school. And that's how the show became. Yes, yes. That's so how it became Dana, a spinoff. Dana, what's her name? Yeah, who's Dana Plato. Yeah, she's dead. dead. She's dead. Yeah, she's dead. She became hot as she got older. Yes, she did. Dirty little girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. What's <laughs> talking about, Willis? <laughs> I'll show you what I'm talking about there. <laughs> All right. Um, next one. Cheers. Diane, Carla, Rebecca, or Lilith. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'm gonna surprise you on this one. <laughs> yeah. I'll go. I'll take Lilith because she was a freak. Did you see when uh, uh, yeah. she, she got on TV? And she, when she, she was going off the she, bun out. Exactly. Oh, she she looked there. Oh, another nice. side of Lilith. Carla, no, no. You know, and then what's your name? Just turned seventy. Uh, who was the second girl? Not Diane. Rebecca. Rebecca. She, well, first she's of all, she's 70? gigantic. She's yeah, seven. She's huge. She got. She needs to go back on the coke. Oof. When she was on the coke, she was much thinner. Right. Yes. And the Diane was a pain ass, but uh, Lilith. We'd like you, would you let that hair yeah. down? Watch Bibi. out. Bibi. That's why I had to include her. You? Debating. It is between Lilith and Rebecca. Yeah. I no, Carla. I know Rebecca. Right. So, it's funny you say that, because I was like, if when I first was writing it down, I was like, hmm, Carla would be a lot of fun. She had like eight fucking kids. Nick. How about her husband, uh, Nick? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick? And how about Nick's... Second wife, the blonde. Yeah. Hi, cheers, gang. <laughs> that was funny. No, I'd definitely go. I'd actually, that's why I put Lilith on here, because I didn't know if anybody would have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She had a little silent dirty. Uh, too Close for Comfort. Does anybody remember that show? Uh, I remember. The, who was in it? Ted Knight. Yeah. Ted Knight had the show. He yeah, had that comic book. Oh, yeah, he yeah, wore yeah. a different college shirt. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah. And then that goofy the dude, Jim J. Bullock. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody was a pain in. But he had the two, two daughters. daughters. Oh, yeah. Gotta go so with blonde. Jackie or Sarah? I can't remember what the they look like. See. Now, it was the, a blonde and a brunette, right? Yes. Right. I gotta look this up. Yeah, so. But I the, need a reference. The, the brunette ended up being on street in the movie Streets of Fire. Which was she? She. Oh, I know who she was. She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll still go with the blonde. All right. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I remember. Or was she in uh, the Warriors? She was in the Warriors too. No, I'll go with the blonde. Yeah, because if you both those movies, she was in. She was definitely in the Warriors because she was the one who went back to Coney Island with the Warriors. That's right. Which they keep showing that. 
I know. I love that's Mick's movie. He loves that movie. Oh my God! Turnbull AC. I should have been in that crew because we're all bald at James. Of course, you know I got a T-shirt that's a baseball furious. Oh, you know what? Baseball furious. I will get me one that says Turnbull AC. All the bald-headed guys at the chain. I go with the blonde. I had to look it up. The blonde. Yeah, yeah. 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 Normally I'm a brunette guy, but I go with the blonde. Me too. Me too. But that that blonde was was really okay. I'm going blonde. All right. So I don't know if (laughs) do you know if it was uh, Sarah or Jackie? I'm gonna go Jackie. Just for the holiday. Jack, I always thought Jackie would be the black. The, the, the I, I, I remember it because it was Ted Knight and it was like right after Caddyshack and he, he was a funny I kid. hear, yeah, the blonde was Sarah. Yeah. Jackie was the uh, brunette. The, the, I can't agree. I think and I, I got news for you. The brunette did not age well. No. No. <laughs> the blonde she, did. She was, right the after that scene, she wasn't well. aging good. Yeah, she I just looked at the picture. Well. Yeah. Looks yeah. Good. All right. Um, all right. And then uh, Baywatch. So oh. you've got CJ, oh, Pam Anderson, Stephanie, Alexandra Paul, Summer, Nicole Eggert, Shawnee, Erica Alaniac, or Caroline, Yasmin Bleeth. <laughs> you guys need a moment? Go ahead. <laughs> See, I've always had a thing for Nicole Eggert from Charles in Charge. Oh, yeah. And she was on Baywatch before Yasmin. She was. Yes, she was. I think she was a. How, how great was their introduction? They're doing shit in slow motion. Yeah. Oh my god. Genius. I mean, uh, genius. Yeah. Holy shit. And they threw in the, the token girl who actually was a real lifeguard. Uh, whatever her name was, the lieutenant. Right. Alexander Paul. So it yeah. was whatever her name was. I put her in here, but uh, <sighs> that was Stephanie. But yeah. no. Oh. So at the time, what was the last one? Yasmin, whatever. Yasmin yeah, she was Caroline. Yasmin. At Caroline. the time, I would have taken her. Now yeah. I don't know what she looks like. Doesn't matter. At that time, that's her. we're going the time. Yeah, her. Because there's no way I would have picked up her in real life. Was but Pam Anderson. Yeah. Right. No. Mm-hmm. I go Yasmin. Yeah. So you're going Yasmin, please too. Yeah. Surprisingly, I love Nicole Eggert, but I'm going Shawnee Erica Alaniac. Yeah, she was good too. Whew. Whew. They were in the beginning. Right? Yeah. How the hell did they say no, anybody? Erica Alaniac no, she was in the beginning. Was she in the beginning? Yeah. I know Nicole She Eggert wasn't was on the there long. Yeah. Uh, I think Nicole Eggert She was, was in the beginning. She was in the beginning, yeah. yeah. And I so think it's was, a show and all. They just did bring in any hot girl possible. Yep. Put this bathing suit on. Run around, would you? And we're going to put it in slow motion. Right. <laughs> and they, and they, they were not. My goodness. So now we're going to talk about it. Uh, NFL. Uh, Dougie right. getting fired. So, yeah. Does anyone yeah. feel bad about that? Because I don't. I uh, I don't know if I feel bad or not. I, I was disappointed. as you, When you text me, you're the one who let me know. Um, I was disappointed, and here's why I was disappointed. I was disappointed over the fact that we're, like, becoming the Cleveland Browns. Although we won a Super That's Bowl. That's the only thing that bugs me is the way it was done. Yeah. I, it's, I, like, I'm totally not, dysfunctional. I've said it before. I, I'm not a huge fan of Peterson, and he won a Super Bowl, and thank you very much. But I'm not a big fan. But I don't get how you're an owner or GM and tell the head coach of the team who you're going to have for your staff. Right. I mean, if, you, is, if that is your thought process, then get rid of the guy anyway. But how do you tell him that? And how as a coach do you stick and, and take that? Because you want to build your team. Right. You know, how are you going to say, okay, I'm going to give you this guy. And that? Well, I don't even know that guy. And his philosophy is in my philosophy. When he had the, the end of the season uh, press conference, and he, and he said, said oh, two guys let, coming back. And then he yeah, said, oh, by the way, no, I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then for him to fall on the sword constantly and then get rid of him, you know, how bitter must this guy be? I mean, 
I don't know if you guys ever listen to Angelo Guattari, and, and yeah. on Mondays I love listening to him because he has Ray, Ray Dittinger on. Yeah, love Ray Dittinger, really respect. Yeah, I like Ray. Yeah. So before this all, before it happened, they asked him. They said, "Listen, the top three important people here are like, you know, uh, Dougie, uh, Howie, and Carson Wentz. You had to get rid of them." And they asked Ray Dittinger, "Which one would you get rid of?" And he goes, "You know, he goes, I wouldn't get rid of." Carson Wentz because we first we owe him a lot of money and I think he's fixable. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to fix this guy. He goes, secondly, Doug Peterson won us the Super Bowl a couple years ago. He shows flashes that he can do the job and I just don't think he's given the right, in the right position. He goes, and then he, so Angelo, Angelo's jumping. Oh, so I guess you're saying get rid of Howie. He goes, Howie has good traits but he's a, a lousy evaluator of talent. I'd have him work on cap space and, and working on contracts but have someone else pick talent. And I thought, okay, that's a great plan. Get someone in here who yep. can draft because he's a terrible drafter. He's terrible. How yeah. can you win? You, I mean, I don't care. But then again, who you're hearing stories is. now that if you Lori don't have good the talent, draft, you're not going to win. But then, then they fight. Are you kidding me? Peterson. So he's turning into so the stories Dallas that are coming out is since the Super Bowl win, Lori's becoming more involved. Yeah, and Lori was vocal <laughs> with drafting J.J. Arcega Whiteside. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit! Really? Wentz. Yeah. Uh, not Wentz. Hurts. Hurts, yeah. Okay. So yeah, a lot of the so. bad dress, he was like saying, "Hey, I want this guy or but that guy." But you know, I, who knows how true it is? But there's wow. nobody's evaluating talent correctly. No, 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 no. And no. you know, another thing they keep saying is Howie and Lori are such good buddies. That's why they kind of like you know he's praising Howie. I don't know how I he's think praising he's a snake. Howie. He's like, oh, he's this and that. Yeah. He's he's done this great and that great. And it's like you know, and and like you said, you know, I'm not you know so but we're in cap we hell right now. Yeah, we're in yeah. cap hell. I don't care so much I got rid of Doug Peterson. He did win us a Super Bowl, but he has done a he lost us a few games. Yeah. You know, his play calling, that's him. Where he lost us a How few games. How many times in the past two years have you said, How is a team this unprepared for this game? Oh, man, several times. I mean, how undisciplined were they this year? I go back. We talked about that on one of these episodes, right? You were on where we said that Saints game, not this year, the year before, where they got blown out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, well, I guess it was two years ago when they played them the playoffs. They played them the playoffs. Yeah. game, the Alshon Jeffrey job press. What do you want to talk about? I'm just wondering, wasn't it just this year? They're lining up for a field goal. End of the game. End of it may, might have been the Cincinnati game. They jump yes. off sides. Yes. And yes. Now they're yeah. out of field goal. Range. Yeah, that's come that's on. exactly what Good it was. Good teams don't do that type of stuff. No. But that what happened. It was happening all the time. It seemed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, going for two all the time, you know, okay, he's a gambler. Is he a gambler? I mean, he, you know, you but saw what no happened. there's no rhyme or reason to it. There wasn't any rhyme or reason. Like, they would always talk about, oh, the analytics and this and that tells you. To... No, it was like gut shit that he was yeah, talking he about, was which is okay. But I liked part of when he did that stuff, the going for it on fourth downs, but not fourth and sixth on the I goal line. I said before, that Philly special it. play. Great play. But I don't get fourth down... I don't know where you're on the four or five yard line. You call a timeout. You're about to call this biggest play in the history of your career. Nick Falls walks over and says, Philly, Philly. You're like, yeah, okay. I'm like, what were you thinking? He, he looked what at him. He, got, he looked him in Can the you eyes. Please said, tell me what you were thinking. You know, like, Nick, I'm thinking this. Yeah. I mean, how are you easily talked out of it? Yeah. Now it works and you're a genius. Um, but I'm like, That's how a good are you just point. so easily talked out? That is a good point. But I mean, there's yeah. a lot of times you could go right back to a play, like at the end of a half, end of a game, like, what was that about? Yeah. Are you kidding me? You know, or, you know, earlier, like in the, the third quarter, hey, if you went for a field goal here, right. now we would only need a field goal to tie or win the game. And, you know, you put us behind the eight ball so many times. But, I, read, uh, I read an article yesterday that said it was Wentz had become dysfunctional, too. Like he yeah, would there's learn. an article on Philly.com where 
you know, Peyton Wentz is a bad guy. Like Wentz and Peterson didn't get along. No, not at all. And he no, would get up to the. He was intentionally could, changing the play. That's the what line. they were saying. Kill, kill. When you would hear him say "kill, kill," and it was like. You know, Peterson would call whatever, and Wentz didn't want to do it, so he would just go up there and kill it. Yeah. And it was like he was constantly you doing that. You could see that, at least definitely through this year, that those two did not get along. Yes. Yeah. And then when Hertz got in there, it almost was like it injected energy into Duck. All yes. of a sudden, the play call looked terrific. It's like, well, where was this when Wentz was in there? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't think he, he wondered. He, he, he yeah. seemed more engaged Peterson. So that contract, Wentz's contract, weighed over Peterson. Is that it in the end of the day? I mean, because didn't Doug resign? I don't think the front office ever respected Peterson. I guess yeah. not. Well, so, I mean, the stories you hear is he's an affable guy, goes along. Yeah. Okay, but then he, he, I guess he said enough's enough. Hey, you know, we want to promote this guy. No, we want to bring somebody out. And he goes, you know, I'm out. I don't agree with who Peterson was going to promote, but like I said, you got if you're going to have a head coach, you can pick your staff. I'm not should, picking you should for be you. Able to pick your so staff. Schwartz saw the, the <laughs> writing saw on the, the writing wall. On the wall yeah. so he got the hell out. Well, he's good buddies with Doug. Oh, is he? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're So, friends. and then one of you two told me about Marty Morningwig had been in Laurie's ear, right? For the whole year? Well, I, Marty, Marty Morningwig was on the, the staff. He was like, he was like some advisor special yeah, yeah, advisor. Yeah, but Laurie brought him in, right? I don't yeah. know who, I don't know who I had heard. I mean, they never they had all these offensive guys come in this year. No offensive coordinator. Like, right. you're the passing game guru. Yeah. You're the running game guy. And it's just... All these advisors. And like, and then they say near the end, well, there's too many too many cooks in the kitchen, too many voices speaking. Well, who the hell brought all these guys in? Right. Was it Doug? Was it Harry? Yeah. So now we got a team in Cap Hell. we got a decent draft pick. And now we need a whole new coaching staff. And we're at the end of the line because in typical Eagles fashion, they're the last one. That sense anyway. But, I mean, you had to know at the end of the year when you talk to Doug... What's your plan? I mean, why just sit on in a week or so? Yeah, right. You know? Leading up to that last week, you should have already been having those conversations. You should have known, and then you probably knew December, like, we got to make a change. Yeah. So, so didn't he just sign a contract, though, Peterson? Didn't no, he get I think he was done next year. year. I think his contract oh, was out next year. I thought he got it was. Maybe it was only a year or two, but I think he did have a little bit of an extension yeah. there. So, now who, right? I mean, there's all yeah, these candidates coming in. I mean, the Jets got the guy. Who they got? Yeah, Salah. Who'd they get? Sela or whatever the guy yeah, from defense San coordinator from uh, San Francisco. Okay. I mean that guy was the defensive. He was the special defensive. Uh, he wasn't the coordinator, but up there with the Legion of Boom, they said uh, he was the backs coach. Yes, and they respected him. Like all those guys, those D backs have gone on and done great things. That Legion of Boom, they loved him. That's how he gets the coordinator job down there. I mean, this guy's been a winner everywhere he's been. And he's like super, super intelligent. You know that San Francisco defense, they were playing well at the end of the year. Yeah. With a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries, you know, skeleton crew. So I thought that was the one guy to get. Um, we are talking about a lot of guys, too. You yeah, know, I don't talk about the L.A. Rams uh, coordinator. You know, yeah. So it, nah. We'll end up with some, you know, they'll probably promote Deuce or something. Which would be bad. You know what? I don't want Deuce. I don't want Deuce either. And you I know, think we Bien-Ami, talked about this the other day. The enemy is also Deuce, Deuce is so great that nobody else interviews him. Right. I don't, I don't get it. The only people that think he's great are the people in Philadelphia. But the rest of the NFL doesn't even bother to say to him, yeah. we'll bring you in for an interview. Yeah, not a fan. Um, you know, there's some good coaches out there. Um, there, uh, Who's the guy that was in I'm Detroit? I'm about the offensive coordinator from Buffalo. What's his name? Table no, or something? Yeah, but they say he's already pegged for uh, San Diego. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah, know? I heard that. 
so it's I don't know. It's gonna be a tough sell for the Eagles, like you say. We're in cap hell. Yeah. You know, we do have a nice pick. You know, we've got an aging team that had long contracts. You know. Yeah, and and I, I, all the questions down with the front office. Plus, you, you got a quarterback controversy. Is Wentz? You, do you keep him? Who's not? the Oklahoma coach? Because they talked about him. No, now. he said no. He wants to only go to the Cowboys if he leaves Oklahoma. Good, because I'm like, you know, I would have liked the young guy go that. But you know, you're talk about. I don't want to uh, go to college. There's mm-hmm. talk about McDaniel, the uh, offensive coordinator. I saw that the they're bringing him in today. That. Yeah, yeah, Josh McDaniel. Where is he? I, at? Is he at with the Patriots? Yes. Yeah. So he wouldn't he's leave a flaky the Patriots guy, to go though. to Denver, but he's going to leave. The no, he, he left did. It. He went he to played, Denver. It was two years no, ago. There was another place where it was he, the Colts, Indianapolis where he accepted it and then backed and then backed up. up. And, and that's what it Frank Wright got the job. Frank Wright got the job. Right. Um, no, he he was two years because he didn't he win the playoff game with Tebow. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's true. He also directed Tebow in the first round. Was that him? Was that him? Was that no? I doubt it. I thought that was Elway. No, he well, I thought. That. Well, I just assumed he was the head coach at the time. He was the I head coach at the yeah. time. Yeah, um, and then you know he did that, and then last year the guy who's coaching the Browns beat him out in the interview because he wanted the Browns job. And oh, he, really? And he got beat out, and so now he's. I always thought the story was that he would take Belichick's job whenever he left. Right, and it's like, <clears throat> how long does he want to wait for that? Yeah. And Lori's always had that tie-in to New England. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are tied to. I think that's anybody. the best choice right now. <laughs> got to be if honest. You, if you're a coach coming, guys, in, a winner. The first thing you got to say is, I get my staff. I get to pick my staff. None, none of this nonsense. And you, you give me somebody guy. who's got New England ties. I mean, these guys. Finally, you're starting to see Vrabel's having success, right? There's a couple. He's of, probably yeah. the only one though. The, the only one who's gone on to uh, be a head coach. No, you don't coach see in Miami's from uh, New is England. He Flores. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you Brian see Flores. all the other ones kind of like Phil. Yes, so Brian Phil. Romeo Cornell has failed many times. Uh, what's his name? The fat guy who went to Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kelly? No, he was the coordinator no, no. before. No, guy who had, uh, had the gastric bypass surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weiss? Yeah, Weiss. Charlie yeah. Wentz. Charlie they, they don't seem to work. Or the guy who went to Detroit, uh, Matt Patricia. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was an egomaniac. Yeah. But McDaniel comes here. Maybe Bring Patricia in as defense coordinator. Now we're talking. Yeah. You know, Patricia was a great defensive coordinator, man. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the playoffs. So, you watch either of the games yesterday? I watched I bits and pieces of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I did too. Um, the Rams-Packers, I would have bet anything that the uh, Packers were going to blow the Rams out. They kept it tight. The Rams, yeah. most of the game, that defense played out of its mind. Their offense was they did. terrible. I, they, I actually thought the Rams had a good chance to win. I didn't think uh, so. I thought the Packers, man, I thought with that week, rest is a big deal yeah, this year. Is. And um, I thought I would have said anything. They're just going to blow them out. Rams played a tough, hard game the week before against Seattle. Seattle always just plays you so tough. Did you see the replay, you. the touchdown pass that Rodgers threw to Lazard? That, that was just unbelievable. Got, but he singled over to him. He's like, yeah. and he just points. Go. He saw the defense. He's like, just go. And he did it earlier in the game with, yeah. uh, with 17, Adams. Adams, yeah. And he goes... <laughs> he does that little quick thing. God, he got rid of that ball so fast. But that—that that was just a perfect pass and a great catch by Lazard. I mean, oh, yeah. fully extended fingertips, and then boom! My God, he's—he's he's good. Aaron Rodgers is good. You need that leadership. Wentz does right. not have that. No, and you no, know he doesn't. So then the other game, the Bills Ravens was that turned on a dime on that interception. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was unbelievable. I mean, right. that third quarter was two drives. Yeah. I mean, the Bills get it. They drive down, take up the ha- the first half of the quarter. <clears throat> then the Baltimore gets, and they're down to like the last 45 seconds, and the kid throws the interception yeah. right there in the one, and he runs it back. 
and that was the ball game. That was the ball game. The cool thing I liked about both of those games, which is amazing when you think about it, 6,700 fans yeah. in Buffalo, 9,000 fans Green thing. Bay, so loud. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is cool, man. Yeah. Are you the know? other games allowed to have fans? Depends on the state. Uh, it depends on the state. So Kansas City are, is. Yes, absolutely. And then it's... Where's the other game at? Is it New Orleans? Orleans? Yes. Yeah, down south. Are they allowed to have fans now? Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Good. I mean, God, the one of the worst states in the country right now is Tennessee. They had fans last week. Yeah, it's yeah, I mean, it's so bad in Tennessee know, right now. The stadium holds seventy thousand people. You can yeah, put seven thousand in there. I mean, we can't it's space you out. <laughs> way spaced out. Oh my God, they weren't going to let people in the Rose Bowl, and that's a gigantic stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's that kind of stuff is ridiculous to me. You talk about social distancing. You yeah. can put X amount of people in a section. Yeah, you know, you're very spread out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so I'm glad. So today will be fun. You know, you got the first game is Browns Chiefs. I think the Chiefs blow them out. I would yeah. love to see the Browns keep it tight. Um, if you remember last year, I would have said the same thing, and then Houston kept it. Yeah. Houston had that 20 point lead, and then just and ended up losing by 20. Yeah. They had that game. Yeah. You never know. Andy Reid sometimes comes out cold in the playoffs, or he starts out hot and then goes cold. I, think I read somewhere the Chiefs running back may not play. Uh, what's his name? Edwards Hilaire. Hilaire, yeah. yeah. So we're going to get a, a Pittsburgh retread. Guy uh, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> I drafted him and he sucked this year and I ended up having to drop them, pick them back up, drop them. Uh, and then tonight's the game Saints Buccaneers. I Did you see that thing? Um, I saw it on Twitter. It's like uh, they had Brady and their Breeze and the History Channel logo. And, oh, that's uh, cool. And they got Brady with a big gray beard, Breeze. Just about bald, beard, and glasses, and you know. <laughs> this is, but these two guys just continue to get it done. I mean, they got a nice supporting cast. I mean, Brady certainly has it down there. And, yeah. Um, you know, I just, New Orleans will come out fast. I mean, he's such a good offensive coach. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll they'll have a nice game plan, and if the Buccaneers can't hang, it'll be a, it'll get away from them. Quick. They do. Yeah. I don't like that Gardner Webb or whatever the hell. That, you guys a dirty motherfucker. You got that kid kicked out in Chicago last week. Yeah. I mean, he's a dirty son of a bitch. Yeah. And you, you, um, you talk about uh, you know the two guys who starting quarterback is old. They had something yesterday, the day before, about the last time there was somebody this old who started a playoff game at quarterback. George Blanda, 1970, he was 43 years old. Did you see pictures of George Pictures Blanda? of George Blanda. He looked like an old man, and, you know, he looked, whatever. I mean, and that's how he looked I like he was 65. He's probably smoking on a sideline, you know, and they're like, holy God, look at this 43 compared to that 43. Right. So he had a rough life, I guess. This was the, uh, right here. Oh. So I, I really, <laughs> it's hard for me to say this, but I, I really, I'm, that's really I know you saw it. With our Tampa Bay connection, I'm really hoping that tonight... Oh, that is awesome. That's really good. Well done. <laughs> History awaits. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Even there, even there, Brady's a good-looking guy. <laughs> um, I just hope the Buccaneers win tonight. Um, I hate New Orleans. They're a bunch of crybabies. They had to have a new rule in the NFL that lasted one year because of them. With the, oh, the uh, interference, interference call, yeah. the non-interference call yeah. when they beat when the Rams beat them. Um, yeah, I just can't stand the Saints, so I want to see the Buccaneers. Plus, my company's down there, and um, they're they're saying they're going crazy down there. Good, good. You know, good for Tampa. I mean, they had the team in the World Series. They won the Stanley Cup. So. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> good for them. So that's the NFL. 
Um, we don't talk much about the Sixers, but they lost last night. I think no. they lost three in a row now, right? Yeah, no Embiid last night. They lost night. three in a row? Yeah. No, they, they beat, just won. They won. They just won? Oh. Well, they beat the Heat two games in a row. Did they? I thought I saw some. Maybe they lost three games without Embiid. I don't know. That might have been. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, because they, they, the NBA says you can't sit guys for load management, so they all get these bogus injuries. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah. they say Embiid and knee something soreness just got or in something. Trouble. It was the Sixers who got in trouble for not reporting an injury. Simmons, yeah. Yeah, it was Simmons' knee. And he sat out. He played last night. Yeah. Played the most minutes on anybody on the team. Still has the knee problem. But they were saying the reason why is because I think he was listed as probable. And then the knee doesn't play. I think it was against Brooklyn or something. I don't remember who they Warriors played. He can't play. He can't play. He can't play. He can't play. You're right. And, but the thing is, they didn't disclose it or something. And it's, I guess, bookies got upset. Now with all the sports gambling, yeah, yeah. it became and a big deal. Yeah, well, money yeah. money talks, yeah. and there's a lot being spent. And, you know, I think that these leagues are tied into sports gambling really tight oh, yeah. now. Yeah. You That's know. why the, the NFL is an injury report. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so with all this legalized gambling. So they lost last night. They were down 14 in the fourth quarter, came all the way yeah. back and got it to within a point, almost won the game. I was watching the game the other night. The uh, game went overtime against Miami. Went and beat like 45 points. That was a good game. Beat something else, man. But uh, what's his name? Didn't play, right? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler didn't play, but the yeah. Sixers, I think, were shorthanded too. And they were. They were down to eight. Simmons players. fouled out, and then the uh, the new kid fouled out. Um, Maxi fouled out. Yeah. So how about that Shake Milton? He's playing his ass off this year. He had Twenty eight points. Left. Yeah. Thirty one the other night. He's freaking unbelievable yeah. this year. Where did he come from? They had him. You know. Milton. He came early. out of nowhere last year. He, he did. Played against the Clippers. Uh, they were down somebody had like what thirty five points that game. Yeah, yeah, and so good. You know, okay, you get somebody again. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with the Sixers. They play the Thunder today. They're now nine and five. You okay. know, so all right. Would you rather segment? All right. all right, I'll start with you, Andrew. Would you rather never use the internet again, Ooh. or never fly on an airplane again? I'll never fly on an airplane. Jimmy, I can take a train car and I can watch movies mm. on the internet in the train on the train <laughs> very good very good uh, I'd rather not use the internet because you know I, I want to go to like Europe you know, I ain't that's a good point good point you know I mean I, I he thought up, long oh, and hard about that did you see that I, I grew up without the internet so I can figure it out again yeah it's tough there's so much information you do realize you won't be able to listen to this podcast right yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll tape it. We'll get. <laughs> big fact on my decision. We'll, we'll get an eight-track player and record, and we'll put an eight-track we'll player. Eight and then we'll get into it. We'll get in a deuce and a quarter, drive around the neighborhood, and listen to it. Hey, Norm, let's listen to it again. All right, let's go around again. Yeah, that's a. Um, it's a tough one because I've never been to Europe, and Ooh. yeah, I've never been. Yeah, I, I'm going. You still go without a plane? Just take a boat. Take a boat. You take a boat and then get on the other iceberg. Right? <laughs> iceberg, get ahead! I was just watching this special on that boat. Titanic. On the internet, yeah. I mean, on, a, on, on the internet. internet. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> no, uh, I think, boy, the internet has just uh, really revolutionized this world. It's. Uh, I'd, I'd actually choose I'll go to the yellow pages <laughs> I'll, I'll actually there's so much I could do by car train bus whatever yeah, there I'll, I'll say uh, I'd rather do without I'm the representing airplane. the old heads here alright there you go uh, would you rather 
have to shower every day in scalding hot water or freezing cold water? Ooh, I'd rather do question. Go ahead. No, you got because I'm you're golden hot because my, my, my hot water heater went a few years ago. That was awful. Woo. Good Lord. You talk about the quick. I cleaned myself in about 20 <laughs> seconds. I never think I could move that fast. Prisoner shower. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's like when you, if you lose power in the wintertime, you're like, oh, shit, am I going to shower now? Because <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to get it in. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. How are you, Andrew? They got to go scalding hot because man, that cold in the wintertime does suck. Well, you two both scalding hot. I'm going cold, cold because oh, I cannot get burned. I mean, it's like, and I've had to do that. I've had hot water heater go, whatever, and I'm like, or you, Luke uses up all the friggin' one. <laughs> and you get that warm and that cold. And just as you said, I can deal with getting fast. I can't deal with getting burnt where you're like, ow, ow, scalding hot. Remember? Cold. Yeah, all right, man, I'll go cold. Yeah. I'm staying with you. Yeah, I'll step around it and yeah. splash on myself. You're not splashing that cold water. You're like, Jesus Christ. All right, last one. Would you rather sing everything you say or dance every time you walk? Back to you, Andrew. Well, you go first now. All right, I'll go first. Um, Jesus. <laughs> I think I'd dance every time I walk. I think that'd be oh, you fun. Dancing. Of course, <laughs> you'd say that. You're the mama strutters. You're walking exactly. the ball around the neighborhood. Exactly. <laughs> hey, walk by your house tonight, dancing <laughs> with my dog. Little umbrella. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I love my "Would You Rather" segment. <laughs> I think I'd have to go dancing. Dancing? I don't really like want to do either of them, but I'd have to go dancing. <laughs> Uh, I'll sing, I'll sing because you know, especially if I'm taking them showers, I, 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 I have to sing pretty quick in a cold shower. I'd rather sing it. Yeah. I'll Doesn't sing this stuff. sound like a rule from a drinking game? It though? does. Yeah, it does. It does. You know. Hi, Norman. How are you? It's like a musical. That's our boy Jimmy. He's. I'm dancing around and he's singing. Riding shot going Norman Jim the musical. The musical. Musical. The high school musical. Right. All right, so our Florida man story of the week. So a Florida man who was arrested for burglarizing cars um, gets arrested again in a jail parking lot moments after being released. (laughs) Michael Casey Lewis was originally arrested on charges of grand theft Thursday morning in St. Lucie County. Uh, Lewis had just bonded out of jail and been released Thursday when deputies said they spotted him behaving suspiciously. Surveillance video captured Lewis briefly getting into a silver vehicle and then walking around the rest of the parking lot looking into cars and checking to see whether they were unlocked. One officer approached Lewis who said he was waiting for his girlfriend to pick him up, the affidavit said. The officer noticed he had cigarettes and casts, which is unusual for someone who's just been released from jail. (laughs) After being released, deputies in the parking lot of the jail observed Lewis pulling car door handles and learned he had just burglarized several cars right there at the jail. Another officer approached the suspect. He handed him a brown paper bag he'd taken from a car filled with cigarettes, a debit card, flyer to his driver's license, $547 in cash, uh, an iPhone 7, and uh, yeah, so Lewis was How rebooked. How much money in cash? Five hundred forty-seven in oh, cash. Man, these cops weren't too smart to leave their their doors unlocked uh, with all this money and stuff. So Lewis was rebooked into the same jail 
on additional burglary charges. So they bring and him back in. Does the guy say, weren't you just here? <laughs> right. He never even left the parking right. lot. Did, didn't uh, we just do this with you? <laughs> Florida man. Wow. That's why I do my Florida man story every day. Okay. Every, every time. Okay. All right. So the last, uh, our Mount Rushmore. We'll wrap it up. Okay. Uh, so the Mount Rushmore this week. Um, the famous people with the same first name as you. So we've got Andrew, Jim, and well, Norm. What you guys got? I could go on forever and ever and ever. Yeah, well, you got an easy one. You're well, Jim. I do. What yeah. the hell? I can't. So, Andrew, you go first. I could go by my middle right. name if you'd like. So I was thinking when you told me this earlier. Andrew Luck. Andrew yes. Luck. That's a good one. Uh, this, this, this may not be a popular name. Andrew Bynum. Oof. I know. <laughs> I said famous good people. Huh? Famous, yeah. Come on, famous. Uh, two presidents, Andrew Jackson, Andrew Johnson. That's much better. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, I could go. I mean, mine's very tough. Andrew, I'm not. I cannot think of any more. All right, you look that up. More. You look that up. Look right. up famous Andrews. Famous Andrews. Andrew Bynum. That's what I had. I don't know. I'm stumped. Oh, my God. Let's see. Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew oh, McCutcheon. That's a, that's a much better Andrew. Lawrence McCutcheon. Is Andy what I, Kaufman. Oh, you Andy mean Kaufman. Owen. All right. Uh, mine. Norman. Norman, gonna, Norman. Oh, you want to go? Do you got yours? Mm. No? All right. I'm helping you out. Norm Van Brocklin. Yes. Nice. The Flying Dutchman. Yes. Uh, Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Very good. All right. Uh, Norman Fell, a.k.a. Mr. Mr. Roper. Roper. <laughs> he was in a lot of Rat Pack movies. He was. Yes, he was he great. Was. He yes. was a great old-time actor. The yes. Ocean's Eleven he was in. Really? Yep. I used to love the face Mr. Roper would make. No, I know. <laughs> he would always... <laughs> you two guys. <laughs> and he'd be like... <laughs> He was so great. And then the last one is Norm MacDonald, who tells one of the greatest uh, jokes ever. Can I tell the joke here? Go ahead. Go ahead. It's your it, show. It might not be Go ahead. Funny. Let's hear it. All right. So Norm MacDonald tells this joke. It's long. It's funny. I'm telling you. So um, Norm says uh, he's got a new neighbor moves in. He sees this guy moving in, moving all his stuff in. And he's like, hey, neighbor, how you doing there? Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Norm. He's like, uh, hi, how you doing? He's like, moving in. Yeah, it's a great neighborhood. So uh, what do you do for a living, Norm says to his neighbor. Neighbor says, well, I'm a professor of logic at the university. Have you guys ever heard this? No. Oh, okay. He's like, professor of logic? He's like, why, what is a professor of logic? He's like, well, I can't really tell you, Norm, but I can give you an example. He's like, okay. So he says, well, Norm... I see you got a doghouse out back. Therefore, I think you have a dog. <laughs> well, I do. I do have a dog. So, and then he says, well, I would say then that if you're a dog, you must have a, if you have a dog, you must have a family. Because as a matter of fact, I do have a family. Says, wow. That's awesome. So he's like, um, yeah, so if you have a family, I assume you're a married man. Do you have a wife? And he's like, I do have a wife. <laughs> wow. So... Um, so if you have a wife, I can tell you, Norm, that you're a heterosexual male. That there is logic. <laughs> so he's like, oh my God, that's awesome. So he goes down, he's walking to his dog later that night, and he runs into another neighbor. He goes, hey, uh, Norm, I see you got a new neighbor. He goes, yeah, he goes, what's he like? He's like, well, he's a professor at the university. <laughs> he goes, 
Oh, really? He's like, professor, what, what's, he, what's he teach? He's like, well, he's a professor of logic. I said, wow, what's a professor of logic do? He goes, well, I can't really tell you, but I can give you an example. It's like, uh, do you have a dog? And the guy goes, no. He goes, well, then you must be a fag. <laughs> wow. I made that joke quick. <laughs> uh, Norm McDonald, I'll tell you, if you got to look that up. It's so funny. goddamn funny when he tells it. I tried to do it justice, but oh, it's funny. funny. He was great in Saturday Night Live when he did the news. Oh, he was oh, yeah. great. He yeah, was yeah, always he good. Did. And then when he did uh, uh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, oh, oh God. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. No, the best was when the guy was doing Sean Connery. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Turbeck, I slept with your mother. <laughs> Again, that does not answer the question. <laughs> you had a bastard, Turbeck. That's good stuff. Wait, so how can you forget Norm from Cheers? Oh, my God. The best Norm ever. How about Norman Schwarzkopf? Storm and Norman. Oh, man. Damn. That's a good one. Those are two great ones. Sorry. All right. Norm Norman Rockwell's out. Norman Rockwell's out. Norm from Cheers. Painter's easy's out. All right, Jimmy. Give me yours. I mean, I could do subject by subject. You want to do presidents? You want to do football players? So Give me your top four. My, my top four is not going to involve any of those. I'm like thinking about it, and the first four that came to my head, obviously my mind's nothing on nothing but sports. Jim Brown, Jim Palmer. Oh, uh, there you go, huh? Jim Brown, Jim Palmer, nice. Jim Palmer, uh, Jim Plunkett, and I'll go. I'm going to do it in the Wayback Machine. Jimmy Walker, JJ, JJ, Oh my, that's a good one, man. So that was a good Mount Rushmore. I always thought it was um, the the Jimmy in uh, Goodfellas. Um, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy. when they yeah he's in the shower. Would you ever see when they did it to the Jimmy Rollins hit the Phillies? Yes, yes that guy put that together. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy! When Jimmy Rollins hit the double to win the game yes. in, the, in the playoffs, I he's hit the ball. That was awesome. Yeah. And they're showing him in the shower. Yes, he's like, yes, Jimmy! yeah. That was great. <laughs> he's listening to that's it on the radio. Yeah. That's Jimmy great stuff, Park. man. Yeah, that's another famous Jimmy. So that's it uh, for episode 36. Andrew Jew, thanks for uh, joining oh, us no, again awesome. Riding Shotgun. We're uh, one hour and two minutes into right. this thing. So it was good. Good was quick cool. episode. Yeah, it was nice. definitely a quick episode. So we're going to ride it out. And uh, OPP. OPP, our way out. You know what? That would be a good one. Uh, did we ever do best theme songs? No. Oh, that would be, be a good one. That's a good one. That, that would be a good one. Jefferson's? Well, we're moving on. Yeah, yeah. Jefferson's a good one. The shows today don't have the theme songs. Who's that? What's that? Any show today don't have the theme No, they don't. That was a key book. Greatest American Hero. Oh, that was great. Greatest American Hero. Which Secret Service used to play that. Oh, yeah, they did. Secret Service so awesome. Cheers had a good one. Cheers did. Where everybody Oh, well. Did you guys do a, a thing on Cobra Kai? We yeah. did, yeah. I thought I saw did you watch it? I just got done season three. What'd you think? Man, a couple episodes are a tough watch. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Johnny's so awesome. I'm though. like, Jesus. I don't care. I'm watching. I'm like, 
Hi, your obsession with happened when you were 16. It's like 30 years ago. Uh, like, Ralph Macchio is the center of it. It's a, a rough episode. Yeah. Like Johnny's He's a bad actor. actor. How, about, how about me sending you that stuff? Ralph from Ralph Ralph Hi, I'm Ralph Macchio. And then the clown's like, somebody forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Cobra Kai. I love that. That's good stuff. All right. 